stage is all the way from Washington, D.C. He is an actor, director, and teacher presenting the CEO and founder of Jay Weeks Entertainment, Mr. Jay Dieter. What does it mean to be an artist? Tell us, how do you define an artist? Anyone, anyone consistently practices any form of creation in a world full of self-righteousness squares. Artists create a world they can run to when square life gets heavy. They and take away artists to As an artist, you give as an artist, you can be a creative person that has a gift or talent that they can use to express themselves. It can be in different forms of art. But what is evident is that they have a passion for their gift, and they would do it in most cases, whether they were paid or not. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to The Artist Prepares. I am your host, Mr. J the Actor. My next guest coming to the stage is from Cartersville, Georgia. She currently serves as Reinhardt University Theater's Technical and Operations Manager, and also is a professor of technical theater classes. She works as a designer and director in the Atlanta area theater community. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Mrs. Morgan McCrary Brooks. Thank you for having me. Of course, it is an honor and a privilege to have you on the show. One of my fellow SCAD cohorts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how you been right. survived it we survived scad together yes um, i've been good yep. been good i mean all things considered yes in this weird year that is 2020 <laughs> but yeah i've been, been pretty good i can't can't complain too much very very strange year but hey <laughs> uh like you said we are here and we're gonna get into some things. So before we get started, you know, I know we we not we can't just kind of dive into it. You know, we're artists. We have to get warmed up first. So <laughs> I have a little uh, some rapid fire questions for you. Okay. And, and you know, just hey, as they come to you, whatever answer you have is we're gonna go from there. Okay. Okay. So first things first, Krispy Kreme or Dunkin' Donuts? Ooh, oh yeah. Krispy Kreme. Oh, yeah, of course. There you go. Especially if that light is on, hot side. Oh. Yeah, hot lights. <laughs> no question. Got you. Um, what is your favorite Broadway musical? Oh, I'm going to be a big dork and say, no, I'm going to say Come From Away. Really? That one. Yeah, yeah. I saw that last time I was in New York and I cried the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> in a good way. I don't do that. So, yeah, that one's... That one's my favorite right now. Cool, cool. Okay. If you could meet any famous playwright, of course, obviously we're in our world, so they can be dead or alive, who would it be? Um, Tennessee Williams. Okay. Why so? Yeah, because I want to ask him what, what in the world <laughs> was going on with you. <laughs> A lot going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, Sesame Street or 
reading rainbow. Oh, why you got to do this? I knew it. I knew it. I knew uh-huh. it. I'm doing. <laughs> for, for me, for okay. me, I got to go reading rainbow because I love my boy LeVar. Yes. I wrote my college entrance essay about LeVar Burton and reading rainbow. Yes. I, the question was like, you know, somebody that had an influence on you and changed your life. And I asked my mom, I was like, will it hurt your feelings if I don't write about you? And she said, no, who you want to write about? I said, LaVar. <laughs> so, so he helped me. He helped me get on my path. <laughs> yeah, whenever you hear that butterfly in the sky, oh my gosh, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's amazing. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, this is a good one because now you're mom. So yeah. cinnamon toast crunch or frosted flakes? Frosted flakes. Yes. Tony. Gotta go the flakes. Okay. Okay. I like it. If you had to be on a reality show, mm-hmm. what would it be? Oh, I don't not one of the stressful ones. Like I want like all <laughs> the ones that they're putting out now that are like calm reality shows. Okay. For you know, like baking something or making something or something like I don't want to. Don't drop me on, on one of those baking ones, like those cake yeah. or something. I can see. Yeah, you. don't don't drop me on an island where it's hot and there's <laughs> bugs. I don't I don't have the patience for that. You know, one of the survival ones? Or? No, no. <laughs> I'd probably be okay on it, but I no. I'd be like, I quit. Take me home. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, what is worse in your book? Someone not knowing their lines or being late? Mm. What you got? I, mm, I would say not knowing your lines. Why so? I'm curious about that. Because if you've been cast in that show, mm-hmm. like you have had that, like, from the day you get that phone call, yeah. you've had that whole time to work on those lines. And now you don't have them. And now you don't have them. <laughs> and the worst, the worst is if you have, like, three lines in the whole show and you're not off book. Oh, and yeah. And the person who's playing the lead and has, like, 50 pages straight of a monologue knows it cold and you don't know when you're supposed to come in and say, yes, sir, no, sir, whatever. Isn't like, that the worst? Like, what's someone looking that. like... So this person has a whole essay, 10 page, and you literally have three lines and you can't, yeah, and you can't get when it. is your point to say your line or you're saying it too soon or you. you like, if you don't want to do this, that's fine. I, I know 20 people who'd be willing to step in and can learn those lines in 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, man, that's cool. So that, that those are my rapid fire questions. So okay. now that we're warmed up, um, I'm always on my my research. You know, I know you a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I went on Al Gore's Internet and I Googled you and I said, let's see what comes up. Oh, Lord. So. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I, I know that I can't even run for president. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I have here uh, Morgan McRae Brooks has a BA in theater from Rhodes College. I never knew that. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, MA in performing arts from Savannah College in Art and Design, aka mm-hmm. SCAD. She serves as Rain Hart University's theater technical and operations manager. And instructor mm-hmm. of the technical theater studies class. I did not know that. You're making moves out here. She also <laughs> teaches acting classes and summer camps um, at the Grand Theater in Cartersville, Georgia. 
Yeah. So um, also works as a freelance designer and director in Atlanta area theater company. She's a Metropolitan Atlanta Theater Award nominee and a winner for scenic design of, for Foxfire mm-hmm. Stage Works Inc. 2013. Yep. Mo, talk to <laughs> us about I didn't know you was making moves like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm pretty yeah. happy with, with where I am right now. Yeah. So before we get into it, you know, I read a little brief bio on you that I found. Um, tell the people how our introduction, how we met. Tell us a little background on us. Okay. Okay. Um, well, we were at SCAD together mm-hmm. in the, the graduate um, uh, performing arts program. Yes. Um, and... <laughs> I remember that because you came in, you came in after we started a couple quarters after us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You guys started, I think a quarter or two before. And then I came. And um, we were like, okay, who are these, who are the new people going to (laughs) be? Like it's it's some new blood in here. Who's going to, who's going to be in here? And, and, um, and we, we knew that we had some people in our group already that were kind of, they were a a little, they took this, the the weird theater person yes. stereotype and like went, went for it. <laughs> yeah, went for it. <laughs> and we were like, okay, please don't be another one of those. <laughs> um, and it was you and a couple other folks, and we were like, okay, all right, this is this is good. This is we we can we can deal with this. And um, we got in there and we got into classes and everything. And um, man, you were you were intense. You were all about the acting. You were Jay the actor from day one. <laughs> See, y- y'all heard it. Go ahead. See, y'all really- and the first time you said that, we were like, <laughs> you know, like this guy's intense. Um, but said- you, but it, it wasn't all for show. Like you, you, you had the goods. Yes. Um, so it was, it was fun to get to know you. And then we came up to Atlanta for that internship and and um and all of that and it was it was it was a good experience yeah it was a lot of fun it was stressful very much so (laughs) (laughs) it was very stressful yeah um but it was fun and there were a lot of good connections that we made like for all i say that you know not every everything not everything about that graduate program experience was what i thought it was going to be you know sometimes Mm -hmm. in a good way and sometimes in a bad way um the thing that i value most out of that whole experience was the connections that I made with mm. you and with other members of the cohort yeah. who have gone on and, and, you know, done the work and they figured out a way to, to make a living, make a mark mm-hmm. in, in the, the world of media and performing arts and, and yeah. film and television and all of that. Um, and all of the connections that, that I have with all of you, that's one of the things that I value the most out of that whole experience. Yeah. SCAD was, uh, it was, it was, it was different for me, you know, coming from a historically black college and yeah. coming to SCAD, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. But um, I came there for a purpose and I understood, like, I'm not here to, to play games. Like, I'm, I'm here, I'm bringing it every opportunity. And like you said, I was all about acting. There was no, nothing else about me. I didn't care about directing, I, the light, sound, just... Give me my lines, where I need to be, let's go. I'm ready to go. 
And I'm glad that you said that because when I say that, like I tell people all the time, like when I say I was Jay the actor, I said it. Like I, I didn't pretend or just like, no, I believed in it. And like you said, I was intense. Cause I'm like, all right, what's the next scene we're doing? You know, even being in Sharon Ott's class where we have scenes, I'm like, all right, what's the monologue? Like, I don't want to write a paper. Like, can I substitute this 10 page paper and do maybe a scene, a 10 minute, you know, yeah. I, I tried everything I could to get out of the writing portion. Um, mm-hmm. And that was the hardest part for me because I'm like, I came here to act. I, I don't want to write. I don't care about writing this 10 page paper or how I yeah. felt about Shakespeare or Moliere. I want to show you through that. Um, mm-hmm. And so when I went in, I, I had no intentions to have the connections how we have now amongst mm-hmm. all of us, the cohorts, because like yeah. I was here to, hey, I'm here to act and get all the experience I can. But uh, I'll never forget. So for those of you who see the logo, my original logo from J Weeks Entertainment, I see <laughs> Mo always doodling in class. She's always drawing something and writing. And I said, hey, hey, Mo, I got a question. You always drawing. If I give you a picture, you think you can draw something? And you were like, I mean, yeah, I guess. Okay, whatever. <laughs> and I gave you the picture and I had no intention that I would use this for a logo or anything. I just was, uh-huh. I was just appreciative of your art and you drawing mm-hmm. and you drew that logo. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> to this day, I have it in a frame. Like it's in a frame from the day you gave it to me. And that started as my first logo for Jewish Entertainment. So first of all, thank you, thank you, thank you for that. <laughs> you were just Hello. like, uh, I mean, I guess, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> With a request, you want me to draw a picture? Okay. Yeah. But I, I just saw your art then, and you were always so focused and on point at the SCAD days because if you were doing a show, Mo was like, hey, you need to get this, this, and this. I need you to be here. Hey, make sure you're prepared. Like, you were just... Focus. So at that same token, you were intense about just taking it serious and actors yeah. not wasting time when we were rehearsing. Like you like, hey, we didn't come and we can talk and chit chat afterwards. Like when we're here, let's work. Yes. That's the thing that I loved about you so much because that was what I was about. Like, oh, you ready to work too? Let's go. <laughs> that other stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we can we can talk about the, the teachers you don't like and all that later. Like, I'm ready to work. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah. So tell us, just getting into you, how did, you know, you get into the arts? Like, what was your story getting into the arts? Um, I kind of always, like, I don't remember not being involved in the arts because, like, my mom's a, an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and so growing up, you know, she would help me do, you know, art projects around the house and artsy, craftsy stuff you do with kids and all that kind of stuff. And um She's, she's a, a painter and a photographer. She's a writer. Um, and theater didn't really come into the picture until I was like 12. I did a community theater production when I was 12. That was my first one. Wow. Besides like preschool nativity. Yeah, yeah. Does that count? I don't know. <laughs> I, I think um, everyone has that. Like, yeah, I was in the first thing and I was like a tree or something. So yeah. 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 Um, yeah so so that, that I got interested in that when I was 12 because it combined all the different kinds of art that I liked to do. Like there was the, you know, you could work on the set and do like visual art stuff. You know, you could paint, you could build stuff. Um, If you like to sew, you can do costumes. Like if you're interested, if you're a big old history nerd, like I am like that factors into all of it. You got to know the background about the show that you're working on, no matter whether you're acting or directing or designing or whatever. So I liked it because it kind of was a way to tie in all of these different things 
I never even um, thought about it from that, but that makes so much sense. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was, you know, from there, cause I wasn't sure I was dumb. I thought I'm going to keep my options open. Okay. So I thought, I don't know if I want to go to school for theater. Okay. Um, I don't know if I want to be an actor, so I'm going to keep my options open. So I didn't apply for any like performance scholarships that my okay. undergrad offered. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if I want to commit to yeah. that, <laughs> you know, I got and of course, my mom has never let me live that down. Cause I ended up declaring that major early. but from there I just kind of you know it even though I taught high school for a couple years out of undergrad between um college and coming to SCAD I taught high school for a couple of years and before you got to SCAD you were already teaching yeah oh I never knew that yeah yeah I I went back to my high school and I taught for two years I was the drama teacher and I taught some English classes Mm -hmm. and then um I started because like they had a big uh, fund where they would help you do like professional development stuff. So if you wanted to pursue like a master's degree or whatever, um, they would, you know, give you like a grant to be able to go. And there was like a, a program that did that was for educators that where you went, you know, five or six summers in a row and you could earn your master's degree. And they were like, you teach English. So you go get this master's degree in English. And I went one summer and I was like, <laughs> I was like that that was fun but my favorite part about it was I took a playwriting class and I was in a show and I was like why am I getting an English degree if those are my two favorite parts of the whole thing and my least favorite part was writing other papers right so so it's like I kind of know what I need to do so okay. that's how I ended up at SCAD wow I, I didn't even know that yeah Wow, that's crazy. So, I mean, what is it that you, because I I look at you as, I mean, you you teach, but you also can act as well. Uh, I remember when I seen you at SCAD, I'm like, oh, you act too? Oh my God. (laughs) I think you let your hair down. I'm like, who is this? You're like, yeah, sometimes I do it when I need to. And I was just like, wow. (laughs) Because again, I had only seen you, you know, directing or stage, like you were just... Mm -hmm. Anything that wasn't acting, you you knew. And if you didn't know, I didn't know. I always felt that I'm like, just ask Mo, because you knew, okay, you're <laughs> supposed to get this. This is why you should be doing this. Hey, um, at this day, you need to do this. When you say this line cross here, mm-hmm. hey, dude, like I knew that if I was missing information, I knew I could get it from you. So the mm-hmm. moment I seen you do a scene, and I'm like, you act too? <laughs> uh, Gosh, it's been a while. It's been a while, but I do. But that was acting is one of those things that I always enjoy. Yeah. Um, well, most of the time. But it's not something that like like after Scout, I kind of I went out and I dipped, I went on some auditions and everything. Mm-hmm. And I got I got some parts. Yeah. But I, as I was doing it, I was like, I don't think I like I know people like you or like some of the other folks there at SCAD who were like, I am gonna be an actor. I'm gonna get out there. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go to every audition I can go to. I'm going to get fired up. I'm going to make this happen. And I just didn't have that That fire to audition and and perform the way that a lot of you all did. You know, and sometimes, you know, I'd read plays for class and people would be talking about, ooh, I want to play this part. I was like, I I don't, (laughs) I don't really feel that i guess i don't know um sounds like i can i can can kill that part right that's me yeah occasionally occasionally but part of the problem too is that you know like i was always attracted to the roles where it was like 
the like the really strong women who were a little bit older and they were, you know, like in some kind of like power struggle or something, you know, right. like Hamlet's mom or, you know, right. something else. And anytime I auditioned, cause I'm so short, <laughs> I'd get cast in like the, the, the young ingenue roles where it was just like, Oh no, what is happening to me? I have no ability to affect my, my future at all. And I hated that. <laughs> So I was like, if I can't do the parts that I want to do, right. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to wait. Maybe I'll get back into it a little bit later. But um, I met my husband um, in a show, doing a show together. Wow. Um, yeah, that was, I acted, I was in a couple other things since then, but that was, that was the last like big show that, that I did. Okay. So yeah. about art, because like I said, you, you do multiple forms of art, right? Mm -hmm. What is yeah. it that you love the most as it relates to art? Because you draw, you design, you can act, you direct, you teach. Like, what, what do you say is like, this is my, I love this aspect more than anything else? I just, I like being able to create something from nothing. Like, <laughs> I like being able to take something that's blank and paint something on it and make it something completely different. I like being it. Cause I, sew. I like being able to take both something. you figuratively and literally <laughs> like, <Yeah. both. laughs> like I, you know, I like to be able to take something that's, that's two dimensional, like, like cloth is, and then you make something three dimensional that somebody can wear out of it. Um, yeah. And a set too. Like I like creating the whole world of the play and, and putting the little details in that the audience may not even know the layers to it, but the actors see it as it get, as it goes up. And, you know, sometimes I'll have students come up to me after a show and be like, I didn't even notice. Like I did, I did a set for um, a theater in Marietta a few years ago. And the set was supposed to be like the, it was a house that was kind of like run down, mm -hmm. you know? So the kitchen had like this nasty wallpaper that I found. I went to this like hole in the wall place out in the middle of nowhere where I was sure I was going to get murdered. Um, <laughs> <laughs> found this nasty wallpaper right. and I put, I put a mouse trap in the corner of the set because this house is supposed to be all, you know, like just gross. and everything. Yeah. And like, I don't think the audience could even see it, but I had the, the woman who was playing the, the mom of the family, she came up to me and she was like, I want you to know that I didn't even realize that that was part of the set. I thought like the theater had a mouse problem. <laughs> and that was <laughs> And I was like, no, that's part of the set. <laughs> she was like, I had no idea. It was just like looking down at this nasty linoleum floor and being like, oh, okay, yeah, of course there'd be a mousetrap here in this nasty kitchen. Right, right. <laughs> you know, so so how, I, like, I like that. So, yeah, so how do you, like, how do you prepare for it, right? Because I've always been intrigued by people um, on the technical side as it relates to theater, the lights and the sounds and everything. Yeah. That I didn't initially desire to do at all. But when you create sure. a company, you have to do everything. So I had yeah. to, you know, luckily I was able to see people and, and learn it. And of course I had to do it when I needed to do it, but I'm always intrigued to hear people like enjoy that aspect of it. So like, how did you get to that point where you were like, all right, I love doing this. So like, how, how does that process work? You know, preparing for, I got to do a show. And cause I don't even see, when I see sets, I'm like, how did you create this? Like, I can't see, <laughs> my mind does not work that. And it, it, I, my yeah. mind does not work in that matter when I can say, I see, you know, this house that has a door or, you know, mm -hmm. or whatever, or mirror or refrigerator. Like I cannot, my mind doesn't work like that. So how, how yeah. what's your, what's your 
I mean, for like the like what I tell my students because I teach I teach design classes and right. stage classes too. So what I tell them is I start from I start by reading the script. Mm-hmm. Like what what was it they they said to us in SCAD? Like read the script, read the script, read the script. Read it. Yep. <laughs> read it. Um, read it again. <laughs> yeah, read it again. Um, so I start there and I, you know, I figure out what has to be there. Like there's gotta be a door. There's got, you know, they say in here, they talk about what's in the fridge. So there's gotta be a fridge. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I look at what has to be there. And then from there, um, you know, if it makes me think of something else or, you know, reminds me of something, I, I you know, that kind of, you know, word association kind of Oh. Thing, you know, I'll, I'll go online and I'll look up other people's designs just to get an idea of where, wow. um, cause sometimes like some, some plays, like it doesn't matter who's doing the, the play or when, yeah. um, like all the, all the sets look the same. Yeah. Like you look up like arsenic and old lace, right? So it's like community theater standby. It's been done for years. It gets right. done, you know, keeps making money. They gotta be doing it for some reason. You know, and you look that up and like everybody's set looks the same. And at first you're like, this is boring. Why does everybody do it the same way every time? And then you start digging into it and you're like, oh, because it has to be this way. Because you have to have a window seat where you can hide a dead body. You got to have stairs that go upstairs and you got to have stairs to it. Like there's only so many ways you can combine all those parts. Right, right. Um, And from there, like one of my favorite things to do is find, I kind of start with color. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, like I'll find something like an ad or a photograph or a, a, a screen cap from a movie or something that's got the colors that I like, that's got, that have like the mood that I, I like to go with that, um, set or whatever. Right. Right. And, and I'll pull colors from that. Like I, I directed a, um, a summer camp production. It was a, a high school production of Bye Bye Birdie, um, a couple years ago. And I found this old, like, 1950s retro looking fabric that would be like we would call it really tacky tacky right okay? <laughs> but you it know? worked what you would have like orange and green and black and it looked very like modern the way that they thought of it you know mm-hmm. and so like from there like that's what i used for my colors for the set and you know everything kind of came from there it wasn't all super crazy matchy matchy right. you know but <laughs> that it had that feeling to it and the funniest thing was um the the programming director there um she's retired since then but she's you know she she had been doing this for a long time and she wasn't much of a designer either like she was like okay let's just use what we have so it's it's gotta it's gotta go you know it's gotta work together um and so so the colors on the set were like like this like green and orange like nasty mix you know and um she was so excited because she went out because she there was uh the character supposed to come downstairs and like chug a beer well it was high school so we couldn't chug a beer so we had to had to have him <laughs> chug a soda and she found this like weird peach soda that was the exact color of some of the stuff i painted on that set and she was so excited she was like i found a set piece that matches <laughs> I was like, that's okay that's subtle things yeah great <laughs> Yeah. You know, so yes, I'd, I'd say, you know, start with what's got to be there. And then I look at, you know, kind of the mood and the, the okay. flavor you want that, that set to have and kind of go from there. Color's a big thing for me, I think. It sounds like what you're saying, though, in essence, you're using the script as your blueprint. Absolutely. You have to. Right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Which is why it's hard yeah. if I'm working with a director who is going way outside the box. Mm. Um. 
then that's kind of hard because I'm going by the script at first and then we get together for that first meeting and they're like, Oh no, I'm not, I'm not using that at all. And I'm like, it, it's the script. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what play are you reading? This is the <laughs> way it's it's pretty. Yeah. yeah. So, so why, why theater, right? Because you're a teacher, you could teach anything in essence, right? You can do anything. You don't necessarily have to do that. Like what, why theater? I feel like I do, though. I feel like I do have to do that because it's, like I said, it's a way for me to combine all the stuff that I'm interested in together. And it's a way to get other people, you know, community theater folks, students, you know, at the university or whatever to learn how to do that as well. But it also, like, I feel like, especially right now, Mm -hmm. like, we need connection. Yes. We need empathy. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's no better way to do that than either get that script and learn about that character and, and like literally walk a mile in that character's shoes or sit there in that dark room with all these other people who are watching the same thing at the same time, mm-hmm. feeling that connection with what's going on on that stage. Like, I feel like that's something that we're, we're missing a lot. Yes. Um, especially right now with COVID and everything, with everything shut down. I mean, like, yeah, there's some quality stuff that I can binge on Netflix, you know, and that's art. That's helping us get through this whole thing. Say so it again, Mo. They know all this, you know? all of these seriously binge watching, <laughs> that is art. You need it. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it is. I mean, and that's, that's helping us get through it until we can go back to our art that's live, right. that has everybody there because it's different. Yes. You know? And I miss that connection. I miss collaborating with other artists and with the audience because they're in on it too. Because if they're not there, why are we doing this? Yes. Um, There's nothing like that. That connection to the world and to stories and to each other, I think is super important. That's why I feel like I have to, I have to be involved in it one way or another. Yeah. That, that's cool. So when you were in undergrad, did you do anything as it relates to theater? Oh yeah. Okay, so yeah. tell us um, about some of your experiences there with, with, with theater then in undergrad. Because I didn't okay. even know that, that, was, that you did theater in undergrad. Yeah, um, yeah, that was, I got cast in, in the first show I auditioned for freshman year, and it was pretty miserable. <laughs> yeah, that's so big, though, first show. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, um, that's it, was, it was rough, um, because, I mean, it was, it was, a, it was a good show, and the, the quality was good, but the experience wasn't good. And I was second guessing if I wanted to do that again. I was okay. like, I was right. I sh- I'm glad I didn't audition for those scholarships. <laughs> I don't want to do this. And then um, I got to, to know another group of people and got involved and got to know the faculty a little better. And um, I stuck with it. I wasn't, if I wasn't in the show, I was working on the show. Okay. Um, there, there, there weren't really, I can't think of a show. I mean, unless it was like a student produced thing that you, somebody just. You were involved. Yeah, I was involved one way or another. Um, we did a, <laughs> we did a, a collaborative senior project. My, my class did because we had a, a main stage show. Normally, like what we did for senior projects was, you know, if you wanted to go into directing, you direct like a one act or something, or mm. you, you know, write a play or do something. Right. And we had a, a show that was supposed to be part of our main stage season, um, drop out. Like it was, it was the, the, the person, the person who had written it and was going to direct it had some kind of like um, family thing come up. It was totally understandable. And she was like, I can't do this right now. So we had a big hole in our season and our, um, our department chair said, Hey, do you guys want to like make a play, like come up with something 
and create a show for this. And we said, okay, how do we do that? How do do you make new theater? I don't know. Um, You know, so that was, that was probably my most um, challenging and rewarding experience while I was there, I think. Um, Cause it was working with other people. We, it was a whole devised thing where, you know, we, we did some workshops with some guest artists and learned how to, you know, take, you know, inspiration from other places and use that to create a new show. And we, we did one that was kind of like a, like a rock and roll kind of piece about, you know, where we were in the world at that point in time, you know, with the yeah. whole, you know, we were at that point, we were mad that we were, you know, over there and, Iraq and all of that stuff. And we had lots of things to say about it. So we right. did a whole like <laughs> college student protest. Theme. Uh, right. <laughs> You're going to know, hear us roar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so we did that and, and I'm actually um, about to help, you know, oversee some students creating some new pieces. Cause this is, um, you know, this is a time to try new things right now. Cause it's not normal. So what else you gonna do? Let me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't so, wait for nothing else you now. Just like things. you got an idea, run with it. Yeah. Like, do it. Yeah. So you talked about undergrad. Talk to us about SCAD. What did you? First of all, why did you go to SCAD? Why? Why did you choose SCAD? Um, interested to hear that story of why people chose SCAD. Well, they okay. I chose SCAD honestly. Um, I was teaching and I was already thinking about going back to grad school. I hadn't decided where yet. Um, and my, my dad was, um, he was diagnosed with cancer, um, like my second year out of undergrad. And I, I had already like turned in my notice early and been like, I'm not coming back to teach again next year because I'm going back to school, right. but I didn't have anything planned yet. So yeah. honestly, um, I chose SCAD because I liked the, the look of, I, I liked that it looked like it was a, a, an artist's school. Right. Like it was like, you're there to learn theater and that's what you're going to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked that it was close enough that if I needed to come home and be with my family, I could. Um, and they are SCADs well known for placing people professionally, Yes, you know, having those professional connections and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's why I ended up at SCAD was, it was, it was kind of a combination of, I like, I like how those, cause I looked there for undergrad too, and I just didn't end up going. Um, and I was like, okay, well, I, I remember liking this when I was looking the first time around Yeah, and I like it again. Um, You know, so it was, it was, it was a combination of things. Um, but that's, you know, it was, it was a, a good fit for where I was in my life at that point in time. Good. Yeah. For me, it was, so I always knew about SCAD, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, from, um, high school, right. Yeah, that yeah. was the school. Like when, when I thought of SCAD, it was like, SCAD is the art school. When you think mm-hmm. about art, I knew that even before I was, fully invested for theater, like SCAD was the school. I actually had no intentions to go to SCAD at all. When <laughs> I graduated undergrad, um, I was prepared to go to um, to New York Film Academy. Okay. Then I get the opportunity to go. And I later, uh, I had auditioned uh, for SCAD in undergrad. And uh-huh. so then when I actually had the opportunity, uh, the fall from New York Film Academy, I didn't get to go there. So I'm like, hey, let me, let me check out this SCAD. And, you know, I ended up going to SCAD, didn't know what to expect. 
So when I went in, like, I didn't know what to expect, how it was going to be. I didn't know we were going to be cohorts and we were going to be grouped up and take all the classes together. Had no understanding of what it was going to be for grad school. Mm-hmm. Um, I just knew I'm here. I look, I looked at it like I'm not supposed to be here. Um, and in a good way, like, you know, I, I'm, this is an opportunity for me to make the most of it. Um, but it was also very, very, very challenging for me there. And of course, no one with knowing me, you would have not known just because I, I'm, that's not the type of person I am. I'm not going to complain or cry over spilled milk. It's like, you do what you have to do and keep it moving. But, but talk to us about what, what are some of the, your takeaways? Like, what did you learn just being at SCAD? Because I mean, it's SCAD. Like even just saying the name, if you tell someone you went to SCAD, they're like, what? You what? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what? You can say that and everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> what, what did you learn being at SCAD? Um, I think, I think the, the thing that I think of the most often, it was when we were doing our internship at the Alliance Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was um, Jody Feldman. I yep. think yep. Um, she said like her bet, her biggest piece of advice for us was don't wait to be invited. Yes. Like don't sit on the sidelines and wait for somebody to tell you, here's your opportunity. You can take it now. Are you ready? <laughs> um, <laughs> don't no. wait for that. Right, right. Um, you know, don't, you know, don't barge in, but also, you know, don't sit on the sidelines because stuff is just going to pass you by that you may not even realize is passing you by. Um, so that, I think, honestly, that's the biggest, um, I, I think about that, that and read the script, read the script, read the script, damn it, as Sharon said. But yeah, that, I think about that. I think about um, Vivian's classes all the time, the connection between um, the actor and the, you know, the, the performer as, you know, physically and mentally and all of that. And, you know, when, when I first started taking classes with her, I was like, this, this woman is crazy. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's very, very, um, woo woo, I think is the term she used for it. Um, but it was just a, a great way to visualize, like you, you have to understand what you're saying for the audience to understand it and get it, connect yeah. to it. Right. And the way that she would work with us to make sure that we got it and we were delivering that message in a way that the audience was going to be able to connect to it. Cause if they don't connect to it, then there's no point. Um, that, that really made it like, I use stuff that I learned from her all the time when I'm working with little kids and high schoolers and everything, because she was so good at, like, she knew, like, she could tell you exactly what muscle you were using, but she was also really good about, putting it in a way that wasn't like, didn't make you just like shut down. Like, Oh, this is science stuff, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, so I, I use that stuff all the time when I'm directing and when I'm working with people. Um, so that I, I use that all the time too. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the, don't wait to be invited, you know, right. and there's, there's gotta be a, a, a way. Sharon kind of talked about this too. There's, there's gotta be a way if your actors not understanding what you're asking them to do, that's not their fault. That's on you because you're not communicating it the way that they need it communicated. That'd be very clear. And yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, saying it, <laughs> giving the same direction yeah. 10 times in a row, if they're not getting it, then you could try Don't something else. way, right? <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> have to be very specific when it comes to actors. Yes, yeah, being specific, that's another thing. Yes. So I, um, 
funny story about Vivian. I never had her class. I didn't take her class, um, yeah. but I heard all the stories. But the funny thing is I had a conversation with her and I shout out to her for, for having this conversation. When I did my thesis show, and that's a whole nother story, but <laughs> um, when I did my show, she pulled me to the side after my show and said, listen, you need to tour this show. People need to see it. People need mm-hmm. to understand and, and hear your story and, and see. She said, I am a, I think she was 30, 40 year old. She's like, I'm a 40 year old white woman. And I understood everything you said, everything you did. Yep. And I was just kind of confused because prior to that, I had never had a, other than, hey, how you doing in the hallway? I'd never had a yeah. conversation with her. And we talked for probably 10 minutes about just, you know, where the idea, I'm like, this is just, I'm just sharing my life of, of what I have experienced and doing and being to this point. And I felt like it was very close to me because doing my thesis show, um, Dr. Klein, which I'll never forget that guy, uh, he challenged everything I ever wanted to do. And mm-hmm. up to my thesis show, he never even signed off until my dress rehearsal day. And it was just every time I want to do something, he's like, nope, nope. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Blah, blah, blah. And it was just, it was frustrating for me. Yeah. Um, but had I not gone to a historically black college, I wouldn't have not been prepared for SCAD because I understood. I mean, in our cohort, I was the only black male, you know, you had um, Precious yeah. and, and, and uh, Harris, the P's messing me up. Um, and, you know, but I was the only black male. So it, for me, it was just different just to try to, okay, how can I communicate without, you know, you, you have those subconscious where you're thinking, well, how am I being perceived, you know, and you have all these things that you're thinking about. And so I always had that in the back of my mind of, you know, I have to represent myself, you know, and also me being a black male and how I'm being viewed. And that's something that I don't think a lot of people realize that a normal person would have to go through, you know, but um, having that conversation with her kind of put things in perspective to me. The biggest thing I learned about SCAD is that there are going to be times where you're put in a position where people are not going to understand you, not understand your mm-hmm. path, not get it, but it is not your job to, you know, if it, like you shouldn't have to wait for that validation. And that was my biggest thing is like, I appreciate all the teaching and learning that we got, but I also had to understand like, whether you agree or not with how I'm going or why, I I don't need that approval. And so um, I I was appreciative for all the challenges I faced because it prepared me in life and prepared me for having my company and just dealing with being different. And Mm -hmm. I never walked around and tried to be different or tried to separate myself from you like I'm like hey all 11 of us hey we're all cohorts whatever you guys doing I'm doing too but I always understood there was a difference right but one thing I can say I appreciate it particularly about you is that there never like there never was you treating me different you know for whatever reason and not that you should but it's just you understand that people are different and they come from different backgrounds and for me you know being this black male and I'm like oh I have hang out with people that don't look like me, don't talk about the same things. And I, I learned a lot from you guys, you know? Yeah. I, I understood the importance of coffee and all types of things. I'm like, I didn't know. <laughs> but I just remember just, um, just a lot of things I just learned um, from you guys, but I also tried to make sure I tried to be as transparent as I could with the things. So my way of really getting past or getting through everything was through acting. 
So that's why I was so passionate because I was dealing with so much just being there. It was like, I had no way to express it because I couldn't have a conversation with professors saying, hey, you know, I'm dealing with this, this, and this. It's like, if you don't get it or you've never had a student, particularly, you know, a, a black student or even a student of my caliber, how do you even engage in type of a conversation with that, right? Yeah. So, um, but being able to, to have those moments where I can be in sharing arts class, like, look, I want to perform. Like, I don't care if it's Shakespeare, Moliere, whatever you got, give it to me. Yeah. That was my creative outlet. And what you notice, anytime we did a scene, we're performing, it was all out intense. I'm going to make the whole class cry or like, because yeah. that was my freedom. And yeah. that's the biggest thing I appreciated that I got to express that. So, I mean, acting, theater, it all, it saved my life, honestly. I can honestly say that. So Good. I'm so thankful for that. But even, uh, I know you being uh, part of the cohort, we all had a lot of challenges being at SCAD. Um, what do you say were some of the biggest challenges being there? Because we we were like guinea pigs, like for everything. Yeah, I think... Um Gosh. Yeah. I mean, there, like I had some personal stuff cause like my, my dad ended up passing away while I was there. So I, I had some personal challenges going on, you know, and it's kind of, you know, it's, there's only so long you can throw yourself into your work. Before like, it hits so. you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that yeah. was that- kind of <laughs> overdo that. Like I'm going to do this. And then next yeah. thing you know, you're like, you're cleaning up a stage and you just break you down. Just like, delayed. Right. Yeah. You delayed the inevitable. That's it. Um, it happen anyway. Yeah. yeah. So that I was dealing with that. Um, and it also, I think, I think it was a challenge for me. I, it wasn't what I thought grad school was going to be. Okay. Um, so you I have a perception know. of like what it should be. Yeah. And I don't know what I thought it was going to be, but it wasn't that. And that doesn't mean that it was bad and that I didn't learn things and I didn't get anything out of it, that I didn't make connections that I still value today. Um, it was just, it was not what I thought it was going to be. And I kind of didn't know what to do with that. Mm, like having you that know? information, like, okay, now what do I do? You know, like sometimes if, if you're, if, you know, you're an actor. So sometimes like, do you ever feel like when you're performing, you, you aren't working hard enough Yes. When you're performing, you're like, this is too easy. What am I missing? Yes. Yes. You know? When you so go to you're like, oh, I, maybe I should be doing something different. Like, yeah. yeah like yeah, you almost try to throw too much on there because you feel like you're not working hard enough. And, yes. and hopefully you have a director who'll come up to you and be like, no, you're, you're doing exactly what you need to do. <laughs> Stay where you Stop are. Stop <laughs> Slow your roll. No, right, right, right. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Um, just because you don't feel like you're working doesn't mean that the work isn't being done. Yes. Um, and so that kind of, you know, not, not that, that grad school was easy cause it wasn't at all, but it was just, it was kind of like a lot of the same stuff that we did in undergrad. And I was like, I already did this. Why mm-hmm. am I doing this again? But coming at it older with more experience in life yeah. and um, you know, it, it was, it was a different, like I got different things and more out of, you know, the same plays that I was like, I already read this. Why am I doing this again? Yeah. <laughs> doing this again? <laughs> tired of Oedipus Rex. <laughs> you know? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, you know, I, 
I, I stuck with it. It kind of, it forced me to be patient. Like, okay, I'm, we're doing this again for a reason. I have to trust these people that they know what they're doing. And <laughs> I, Lord knows Sharon, Sharon Ott knew what she was doing. Yes. Um, <laughs> you had a way of uh, getting under your skin and, and bringing out the best you. Is yes. The way I can put it. Yeah. <laughs> she she uh, really um, brought it. Yeah, she did. And that, that I think having the patience to sit back and go, okay, what, what, what else is there here? Like this is happening for a reason. What else is, what else am I missing that, that I can get out of this? Cause there's gotta be something else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think that was, that was the biggest challenge was learning to do that. Mm. Um, and, you know, learning to, I guess, collaborate with, you know, like you said, like we had people there, you know, there were 11, was it 11 of us? God, think, you yeah. know, we were from all different backgrounds, Yeah, yeah. You know, all different experience levels, all different interests and everything and learning how to work with everybody, you know, and collaborate and yeah. get the job done mm-hmm. and still like, and not, I don't know. It was, it was, it was a, it was, it was a Big lesson in collaboration, which you know, theater is. You know, because you everyone be able to is so different and has different ways. You know, like everyone, yes. like some people operate where, hey, I like to be told this, this, and this, or some people are like, hey, you got to give me specific direction. Yes. Other people operate. You know, for me, I was always just tell me what you need me to do, and I'm ready to yeah. go. Like I'm always ready, but learning to understand that even from you know when we're doing the show and directing it, and well, how do you take direction? You know, because some people operate different. Um, So I learned that the most from each other. Like, okay, how can we communicate with each other without it having to, everyone is like going at each other because of whatever. And it's not, and I think (laughs) we were trying to figure out like, well, why, you know, we can't get this, this and this, but it was like, we're all different. And we're, you're putting people that are vastly different together in one time. And they're taking all the classes together. Of course, we want to see things different. And it was just about, like you said, coming together, like, okay, how can we get the best show out of this? Like, how can mm-hmm. we come up with the best whatever result out of this class? You know, whether we were working on scene, doing scene work together, it was just, yeah. how do we make this work? How, how do we take all these pieces of the puzzle and put them together? Yeah, and some of us learned how to work, even though we were very different, like we learned yeah. how to work well with each other. We made yeah. that difference an advantage. Yes. You know, there were, there were still some people in that group that, you know, never learned to work together. And yes. that's fine. That's a lesson too. Yeah. yeah. You, know? <laughs> yeah. you know, that's what I tell my students is you got to learn when to say no. Yeah. You know, you got to learn, you know, you, you don't have to take every, everything that's thrown at you. Like you can say, I need to do this, this one thing well. And yep. if I take on these seven other things, I can't do any of it the best mm-hmm. that I can do it. So thanks, but no thanks. You know, that's that's one of the hardest things for young artists to learn. Yeah, because you feel, you know, you have to, you know, you talk, hey, everything you, you got to do, every opportunity, you know, it's only going to get better. But you have yeah, to also you always got to be hustling and you don't. Right. But you got to understand that whatever the roles you take, those things are going to define you, you know. So if you're yeah. doing work and it's like mm, probably not the best, but you're just doing it just for the sake of doing it. They're going to be like, aren't you the person that did this, this and this and that? And then it's like, you remember by that. So you have to yeah. be very cautious of that and, and just knowing like, okay, this is going to represent me and my brand and all these different things. Yes. You got to understand the importance for that. So we were fortunate enough to be guinea pigs to do the uh, Alliance Theater here in yes. Atlanta. 
Um, so what was that experience like for you? Uh, for me, it was, it was, it was different. You know, I didn't know how, and I don't think anyone, even the Lions Theater didn't know how they were like, Hey, we're figuring it out together. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think, um, yeah, it was, it was different. It was kind of the place where like all along we had taken classes in all different aspects of theater, whatever. And I think we came in there and they were expecting us to be kind of like, they thought we were all going to be like you, like we were all, focused on acting like we yes. were going to be actors and we yeah. came in there and we were like well i want to direct or i want to write plays or i want to do whatever and they were like i don't know what to do with you yeah <laughs> you know? yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and to their credit they they kind of rolled with it and they figured out some things yeah yeah um but it was yeah it was it was challenging because for one thing when i don't know about everybody else maybe i was just oblivious but when i applied to scad and accepted um they didn't say boo about doing an internship in Atlanta. No, no, never. <laughs> and, and so yeah. I, I don't even think that was a part of it. They just kind of no. threw it in like, ha, surprise. Yeah, and that, that was a little frustrating because like, you know, when you're in grad school, like you're an adult. Yeah. I mean, like you've got a life, you've got a job, you've got, you know, like, you know, we had, we had friends who, you know, in, in the cohort who were married, yeah. you know, we had, you know, we had somebody in the cohort who had a baby, like, you know, like you got a life and yeah. to expect people to pick up and move, you know, that was, that was, I think, challenging. Yeah. Um, but I, I did get a lot out of it. Like I, I ended up, like I worked with, um, there at the Alliance for a couple of years after that with their youth players group that did, um, you know, theater for youth in like the black box yeah. area where we were in that studio for oh, most wow. of our classes. Okay. Um, so I, I, I got a lot out of that and, you know, some connections, you know, and it was, it, I think getting to know other theater professionals who like, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Salisa, that was the, the drama, the, the literary mm-hmm. manager mm-hmm. there, you know, the class that we had with her where she was like, look, I get it. Like y'all are in school finishing up in the middle of a recession <laughs> like I was in the same boat back in the 90s right. you just gotta write it out and I know you're scared right you know because you're like what am I gonna do with my life now right. you know. <laughs> um but she was like I get it and it's gonna be okay you just have to be flexible if you want to if you are dead set on still doing theater you got to be flexible in how you can remain involved in that you can't be like I just do this thing I don't want to do I don't have any interest in this other stuff Mm-hmm. Like you got to be flexible and you got to be willing to take a chance mm-hmm. and see everything as an opportunity. So, you know, that I really paid attention to that. And, and that was one of those things where, when I got the, the, um, the job that I have now, you know, I started out part-time, but I had, you know, it's all, it's, it's who, you know, you know, and I don't mean that you have to know the important people. It's, yeah. you know, you make a good impression on people that you work with, you know, here and there and everywhere. And they think of you when something comes up. Yeah. You know, like, oh, hey, I got this, I got this role I, I need filled, you know, do you want to do this? Or, hey, our, <laughs> our classes start in two weeks and our technical director just quit. Um, do you yeah, think you could do this? <laughs> and I was like, oh. uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's, you know, I, I think out of the whole thing, it was just kind of like, I'm glad that we all survived it. Not yeah. that it was a big, horrible experience i mean it had its ups and its downs definitely you know it was just trying to put everything together like like you said and i didn't even think about from the aspect of just like moving your life you know because 
I was fortunate enough to be able to transfer with my job, but it was just still like finding somewhere to live. And yeah. it, it, it was a lot for, for them to kind of like, just say, Hey, this, you're doing this. Like it yeah. wasn't anything set up for us. Like, Hey, we have this housing for you guys. All you're all staying here and you're, don't worry about it. It was just like, yeah. Hey, you're going to Atlanta. Oh. <laughs> okay. Like, uh, what are we supposed to do now? So just <laughs> out and, and then, you know, they were, they made it seem like, oh, you know, you guys are going to do things at SCAD as well in Atlanta. But like, we never, we just had access to everything in SCAD, but we didn't do anything. At- there wasn't anything. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. there was nothing for us in that because the SCAD here in Atlanta is more for the, it's not our, our discipline at all. Right. So, Which is weird but- to me. The theater, the theater scene in Atlanta is, is happening. Right. So no, yeah, we got not, there, not like, no yeah, we're gonna we like so we have no classes here. Like only thing I ever remember going was being in the computer lab there and get kicked out. Like, hey, yeah. eleven o'clock, you gotta go. Yeah. So um <laughs> but yeah, to to me the, the Alliance Theater, it was great to to do the internship, but like you said. I understood that I was different in a sense that everyone had different things. I was very laser focused. I want to act. I don't care whatever you talk about. Like, I just want to act. So I had to learn that as well to be open to other opportunities and doing things. Yeah. Um, I did appreciate, you know, the things we got to do, but I understood it was, it was different from us being in Savannah and got all the classes and, you know, Hey, we know that this time we're going to be in this class for two and a half hours. And Hey, what are you guys going to do? Let's go get sushi. Let's go get this, this, and this. Okay, yeah. cool. Like we hung out being in Savannah. And then once we got to Atlanta, it was like, Hey, I, I'm staying on this side of town. So I got to go here. I yeah. got to go, you know, it was much different, but um, I think we navigate through it. Well, like you said, to see everyone now doing their thing is, is, is exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. To see. You know, I don't, I don't stay in touch with everybody. Yeah, but you know, I I Facebook stalk. You know, <laughs> I like to go in and I see people being successful. Right. You know, whether it's what in the way that they thought they were going to be successful yeah. or not. You know, it's it's nice to see that everybody is is doing okay. Definitely. You know? I don't yeah. know. That's I know it, it's, it's definitely nice. exciting. So so when you left SCAD, um, mm-hmm. you said you did uh, you were at the Lions Theater for a couple years. Um, I, I did freelance stuff like all over for a while. Um, oh. I did, I, I, I did that youth theater stuff there. Um, I was doing, uh, work up here in Cartersville, um, and some stuff in Marietta. Yeah. And I remember I, I, some of the stuff like you were doing, I'm like, Oh, Mo's doing the show here. She's yeah. Cause I was um, back and forth here. So <laughs> like I was here and, for yeah. a couple years and I'm gone and come back. So yeah, I had, um, I was teaching, I would teach like, like a theater appreciation class at like a community college every now and then. And I would teach like a, there was a homeschool group that, um, they would get together like once a week. So their kids could have like marching band or do plays or whatever. Cause you can't do that if you're homeschooled. Right. Um, so it was, it was, it was interesting. I, I worked with all different ages and, and all over town and everything, doing a little bit of everything. Um, and then, um, it all just kind of, you know, every, everything that I learned, cause when undergrad and SCAD both, it was kind of, it was generalist in focus. Like we, we did a little bit of everything. Like everything. I know enough to be dangerous at a lot of things. Right. Like I don't really know one thing inside and out, right. <laughs> you know? And so then when I got the, when I got the job at Reinhardt where I am now, um, you, you know, people talk about imposter syndrome, like feeling like, Ugh, I don't, 
this is, I don't know everything I need to know to be here. Like they're going to find out that I don't know what I'm supposed to know. Uh, um, I actually about that too. Like how does that, how is that? <laughs> it was, you know, cause I, I don't have a technical theater degree, you know, like I took some classes and I've worked on shows and I've picked up a lot of things over the years, you know, just being around it and watching people work and asking questions and stuff. And let me tell you, YouTube is an amazing thing. Oh, yeah. You can learn a lot. <laughs> I got my classes. I'm working on my doctorate from YouTube University. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it, was, it was the first year or so I was like, I, I don't know if I can do this because I don't know if I know everything that I need to know. And then after a while, I kind of settled in and thought, I don't need to know everything. Yes. I didn't need to know, you know, this, these things I need to focus on, on learning more about X, Y, and Z. Yep. And then, you know, it got to the point where I realized like, oh, I'm the only person teaching all of this technical stuff. Like I'm supposed to be doing the set. I'm supposed to be doing the lights, doing the sound, you know, teaching these classes and everything. And I'm one person. Right. But when I asked my program chair, like, Hey, is it okay if I like, do we have it in the budget for me to hire somebody to come in and do lights? And he was like, yeah. And I said, is that, is that bad if I do that? Like, is that going to look like I don't know what I'm doing? He was like, no, it looks like you have a full plate and <laughs> you know that that's something that you can hire out. Like that's delegating. Right. right. Good thing. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. oh, okay. okay. So yeah, it's, it's, it's been, it's been a lesson in being okay with my limitations, I think, and still looking at it as an opportunity to grow. Got it. Um, yeah, that's did that's you, been there's did, there's a there's so much I don't know. <laughs> or, I mean, we're always we're always learning. But did you start off like did you have the idea to go to Reinhardt University or was that an opportunity that got presented to no, you? No, it um it's it's a it's it's maybe like 30 minutes away from where I live. Okay. And I know um a lot of the again, it's connections, it's who you know. Um a lot of the people, it's got a really good music program. And so when I would work on shows in the area, we would have like musicians in the pit for musicals or music directors right, right. who worked there or had gone there um, or students that, you know, I knew who were in high school who were like, yeah, I'm going to go to Reinhardt, you know? Um, and so this, this connection that I had, she was the music director for one of the, one of the summer shows and we got along really well. And she called me and she said, Hey, um, we've got this opening. Is this something you think you could do? And I went, I'll try. <laughs> Cause the nice thing about it was that it was a new program like that. The, the theater program is not even 10 years old. Oh, oh yeah. Um, yeah, that's good though. Yeah. Because it's kind of, it's been a way for me to kind of grow along with the program. Right. So, you know, as you know, we, when I got there, um, like the scene shop was in an old bank, <laughs> and it's it moved three or four times and now you know in the short time this is my sixth year there like my third year full-time um we've got a beautiful new theater facility we've got an administration that knows what we're trying to do and they get it mm -hmm. and they support us um we were growing the program like we 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 were getting a, a good number of majors like to the point where like maybe in another couple of years they would have let us expand the number of faculty and everything um, we were on a roll yeah, that's and good. quality was good and everything. And then COVID hit, you know, and just like every other school, yeah. you know, we've got students who were like, I'm, I'm not coming back this semester or this year. And I don't know if they'll be back at all. I hope they are. Yeah. Um, but I can't hold it against them for wanting to stay safe, keep their families safe. Okay. Um, 
you know, cause we can't, the, the part of the appeal, Reinhardt's a little school in the mountains. Like the appeal of it is that it's small, it's intimate, you know, your professors and you're, you're, you know, it's kind of like being a scat, like, you know, you've got a small group that you do right. everything with. All right. And that's, that's the, the benefit of being there. And if we can't do that all the time, <laughs> yeah. you know, because of COVID, then the, that's a big chunk of our, you know, appeal that we can't offer right now. Right. So we're just, we're hoping to weather this, you know, and, and come out okay on the other end and pick that mm-hmm. momentum back up. But it's hard. We're just sitting here like, okay, when can we do something, you oh, know? Just holding your face. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So even just being a teacher, like, are there things that you learn as a t- being a teacher or professor that you didn't learn being a student as an oh, artist? What absolutely. Is, what is, <laughs> absolutely. Um, I, I don't ever learn a, the best way for me to learn a script is to be in the show. And the second best way for me to learn a script is to um, direct it or teach it. Um, if I'm just, if I'm just reading it, you know, as a student, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna learn as much, you know, get as into it, dig into it as deeply. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I think it's, it's the, the communication, um, you know, going back to, we gotta, it's a, it's a collaborative art. You got to learn how to work with all different kinds of people. And it's especially that way when you're a, a teacher, you know, working with students, you know, they're there to learn from you. Yes. And, you know, <laughs> if you can't, if you can't get that information across to them, you know, there's so many different ways that you've got to try. Yeah. And, you know, the most frustrating thing especially right now is when like they can't even meet you halfway, you know, cause there's, you know, I, I would teach, you know, the, like the, the theater appreciation class or the, the intro to acting class for non-majors, like the, the other theater faculty, like they don't like teaching that stuff. Cause it's not, you know, it's not their students. It's, you know, like accounting majors or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I love it because everybody brings something different. Yeah. And they they get interested in different things and it's different every semester because sometimes you have the ones that are really interested in how the shows are produced. And sometimes you have the ones who are really interested in like the arts management side of things. And like, well, how do you pick a season? Ooh. What do you, how do you, you know, fundraise? How, do, how does a theater do this kind of stuff? You know? So it's different every, every time I teach it, I like that. And right. eventually, you know, it seems like at least every couple of semesters, I get two or three students who aren't, theater majors or musical theater majors who are interested in helping and they come like our best stage manager right now is is a visual arts a a media digital media and communications major wow (laughs) wow um and i think she's she's our best stage manager because she's not with everybody 24 7 so they're not like she doesn't have any problem telling them look be quiet go sit over there do what you're supposed to do all right because she doesn't have to go back and live with them Right, right. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I start to the, the connection between all the different disciplines and interests and everything, which is why I got interested in theater to begin with, yeah. it kind of circles back to that, and finding a way to get them interested in it, um, whether they're, they're there to do shows or not. I, I really enjoy that. Right. So even like, you, you talked about it, you touched on it briefly earlier, just about COVID-19, right? And you being one, your artist, your teaching artist, um, and you in the you're in the artist community. So talk about that and how that has played a part on you because I feel like you know everyone has been affected by it one way or the other. But you know, the artist community is like, 
it's like it's like a stab in the chest. Like, oh my god! So, yeah. so it's just about that. I mean, it's it's been hard. You know, I I know people personally who have had COVID, um, and it's affected them. You know, the whole spectrum. They've had it really bad, or they've you know had a cold for a couple of weeks or whatever. Yeah. You know, so there's there's that, and I know people who are involved in the theater community in Atlanta who are you know. I know there are theaters and businesses and artists who are struggling right. you know, that are going to close because, yeah. you know, they, they just, they can't keep paying the rent on a yeah. space that's not doing anything. Um, and I know, you know, from the academic side of things, like, yeah, I absolutely want to deal with my, our, our school has been, has been great yes. um, dealing with, you know, making sure that everybody's, you know, doing social distancing and wearing the face coverings and, you know, sanitizing everything. Like they, they were, they allowed us as instructors, a lot of flexibility in if we wanted to go completely online and do zoom class all semester, we could do that. If we wanted to do completely face to face, but keep it safe. Yeah. Um, we could do that. You know, we ended up doing kind of a mix, keeping the, the classroom size, you know, we, in the meeting in the biggest rooms we have with the smallest number of people at a time that we can. Um, and we, at least in our little bubble on our side of campus, like we've, we had one scare right before a show where, where we had somebody test positive and we had to, um, nobody else got it, but we had to to quarantine because of contact tracing Mm -hmm. stuff, which kind of killed the show that we were rehearsing. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was hard. Um, but we've, we've all like, everybody's been very, like, we're all in it together. Like we've got to, to go through this right now to be able to get back to normal Right. Um, when we can, and we're dying to get back to normal. And it's, it's, it's been hard because, you know, I don't know about you, but like, I know there are some classes that there's no way I could take those as online classes. No. Like if somebody told me you're going to take a zoom math class, I would laugh them out of the room. <laughs> there's no way like an English class or a theater class, maybe, but I, I know me and I know my, my, you know, how I learn best and all that kind of stuff. And there's these students that are having to, to, to shift gears, especially like back in March when this all first hit, Yeah, you know, and they're not into learning online. Like if I wanted to take an online class, I would have signed up for it. It's like, well, this is what we got right now. We have. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so it's, it's been hard trying to work with and be allowing our students and ourselves the grace that we need right now and the flexibility that we need right now to just, to, to make it yeah. through this whole thing, you know? Are we learning everything that we would be learning under normal circumstances? No. Yeah. Um, but as long as we're coming out on the, on the plus side, you know, um, like, did you learn something? Great. The class was <laughs> successful, you know? Yeah. But, you know, there's, there's other students that it's just, it's, it's hard because they're going through a lot personally. They're going through a lot academically. This is just not a good fit for them. And I hate to see the format of the school right now, which we have to, to, to follow. I hate yeah. to see that be the cause of them falling behind. Right. Um, so that I think has been the most frustrating and, and, and sad thing for me is, you know, like, you know, I know this, you know, I know these students, um, I know that they want to do the work and that they want to be there and they want to be a part of this and they want to, to, to do well. And sometimes it, they just can't with the way that it is right now, Mm-mm. you know? Yeah. And it, very hard. That. Very hard. Even for myself, you know, my business was affected tremendously. Sure. Yeah. You told me. 
Yeah. And so to be able to do online classes, because my first thought when, you know, a student requested, I'm like, how the, how the hell am I supposed to teach a class online only because you know me, you know how passionate I am and yeah. I'm, I'm very full fledged yeah. in it, ready to go. So I'm like, how can I portray that online? Like you need this in person. So yeah. I had to figure out even myself, like, okay, how can I do this? So I had to practice myself and, I would call a couple of my friends like, hey, we're going to do a mock class. So I would, I had to really, I had to really do a mock class with about five to 10 different people until I felt comfortable enough where I'm like, okay, I feel like I am doing it justice now. Mm-hmm. Um, but also one thing I learned though, really that put in perspective for me about being an artist, think about us as being artists. We have been taught to pivot like with everything, right? You know, yeah. you're going to do a show, the sound doesn't work. Lights doesn't work. Actor gets sick. They don't remember their lines. So you, yeah, all those improv you, classes. Right. Everything <laughs> is just like, we have been doing this for so long. So by that token, I look at it like the artists are now like saying, see, I told you. Like, this is what happens. Like, we've been doing this for so long. And now people are starting to say, hey, well, I can't do this. But how can I do? Okay, what else can I do? And think about yeah. all the other things that they can do. And like you said, we've been doing this for a a long time. So it's exciting from that sense to see now people getting, okay, this is what an artist is. Because everyone has the idea of we just live in a fairy tale world of, hey, you just go remember some lines and you perform. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I wish. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and it's like, you know, you know, when something doesn't go right in a show, like in the moment you're going, oh, my God. You know, this is, this is the worst thing that could possibly happen. Um, but then you get past that. And then later on, it's like the story that you love to tell the most. Like, let me tell you about this time that this awful thing happened on stage, but we figured it out. Yes. We made it work and we survived it and we moved on, you know, I'm I'm ready to get to that point with 2020. (laughs) Let's get past it. And then it's a a story that we tell like, oh yeah, remember that time that everything shut down? And that sucked, but we did it. it That's theater though. That's arts. That's how it is. Like you said, you go and you hit the lights and the set doesn't work. Or you got one spot on stage and it's dark because that light will come on or whatever. You do a Zoom call and the audio doesn't work. Right. You're like playing, like, okay, play, play, not playing, but... Yeah. We learned, we've been trained to do that. So from that sense, I'm excited for the artist community to be able to say, okay, this is your time. You know, this is your time to shine. And more and more every day I see people that I know or that are artists that are, you know, finding a way to do shows online or to, to have different things. You know, even with creating this show, it, it's so exciting to see people that you know kind of talking about their journey or their path because yeah. everyone is different. And that's the biggest thing I wanted people to see is like, we're all artists, but we don't all have the same path, same background, or even same skill set. But we all have one goal. Like, we want to utilize what we have. And we're trying to tap into as many people that are willing to say, hey, Mo, you do this. Hey, I'm very interested in that. You're willing to give information if someone, like you said, is going to meet you halfway. But you don't want to invest your time in telling somebody, hey, I'm going to, you know, teach you this, this, and this. And they're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, sure, yeah. you can. Well, like, normally, normally, you know, my, my my threshold for that would be yeah. pretty low. Like, hey, if you don't want to come to class, then I'm, <laughs> I'll give you the grade you earn. You know? <laughs> this is your grade. <laughs> I mean, you know. Um, but I, you know, I've, I have found myself 
many, many, many times this semester being like, Hey, look, I, I know stuff is going on. I know this is challenging, but I, you know, I'm willing to work with you, but you gotta, you know, you, you gotta give me something like you gotta like literally anything is better than a zero, like write your name on the piece of paper and just like, you know, Christmas tree, the multiple choice or something like, give me something so I can, I can give you something, you know? But and, it, you know, some of them, some of them get it and some of them just don't. Yeah. But it, it, it takes somebody not, to do that. Yeah. And, and normally they will give you that extra, Hey, listen, just yeah. give you something because sometimes you just need to know that someone cares, whatever it exactly. is. If you exactly. that's, okay. that's what I've told my kids and right. my students and everything. It's like, you know, right. just because the professor says they don't accept late work doesn't mean you should just and you didn't get it in on time doesn't mean that you shouldn't still turn it in no. like if you say hey i know you won't take this but i wanted to show you that i did it or mm-hmm. can i have an ex-? like ask because if you show that you're interested in your work and your progress yeah, they then they're going to be that much more willing to go on on a limb for you yeah you know if you just stop showing up like no communication ghost me I don't know what and you're paying, you're paying the, the amount of money that you're paying to go to this school like dude don't do <laughs> <come> it. <laughs> something's up and you need to tell me you know you don't have to give me all the details i don't want to know you you know all of your personal stuff but just tell me hey i've got something going on i i can't tell you everything but can i get an extension on this project sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like you said it's a two-way street so the more people that are like you that are saying hey you know i noticed this isn't this and just knowing that people care, and then also at the same time, we have to also be willing to to go ahead and do your part as well. Because, yes. like you said, we can't just assume. Well, you know, my professor should know this, this, and this. Like, well, how would I know that? I don't, I don't, I don't I mean, hang I, out with you at the Starbucks. I'm smart, but I don't know everything. <laughs> you know, just it's we need to, we need to be we need to be uh, allow we need to be kind with ourselves yes. with right now more than more than ever because yeah. everybody's going through a lot. And we yeah. don't always know. And you don't what. know what that that a lot is. You know, yeah. it, it can be as simple as you not responding to someone when they reached out to you, and that could you know be the one thing that turns them to a different thing. So you yeah. you never know. So yeah, 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 definitely, 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 definitely practice the kindness for it. Yeah. But as we get ready to close, I, I want to leave this the stage to you for our <laughs> final thoughts. What do you want? Um, artists or even aspiring artists to just know, right? If you had to leave them with, with something, you know, this is your platform to, to say, what, what would you leave them with? What would you say? I, don't, I think it's kind of like what you and I were talking about when you first brought this, um, this interview idea up is, you know, we're artists, like we're, we're taught to kind of think quickly and, and, you know, connect with each other and, you know, turn on a dime and pivot and everything. And I think right now, especially for artists, um, things aren't going according to plan, (laughs) whatever, (laughs) whatever that plan is, that doesn't mean, you know, that doesn't mean that you can't keep going. And like, yeah, I mean, it's absolutely like I was one of those people that I was like, cool, I've got, you know, nothing else to do. I could be creative all summer. And I I didn't do a thing. I didn't paint anything. I didn't make anything. I just kind of sat there like, this is awful, you know, Um, and, you know, giving yourself permission to do that. There's I saw something online. It was one of those cheesy things, but it was like, 
you know, it was one of those motivational poster things where it was like, you know, diamonds are formed under pressure, right. <laughs> you know, but bread rises when you let it rest. Mm. Different people, like different it. things grow under different circumstances and different conditions. Ooh. So if your conditions right now are not ideal for you, that's okay. But that doesn't mean that they won't be in the future. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that makes me feel a lot better about not doing a thing this summer when I've got all this time on my hands and I could be writing or painting or, you know, doing all this creative stuff that I would always say that I would love to have time to do. And I just didn't because yeah. it just wasn't, wasn't there. And that, that was, that was okay. Yeah. It'll, it'll get out eventually. Yeah. Because it was a, it was a different type of, uh, it wasn't like, you know, when you take off a vacation, you got 10 days or seven days and you're like, Oh, I, going to do this this and this it was yeah. like you're off or you're not you're doing anything but it's also like there's a reason why so then it's like okay then you're thinking about this and then you're thinking about friends you think about yeah there's so much of that brain power that's going to survival yes you know? and then everything just takes over now and you're just like i i don't even feel like doing anything right now <laughs> like what what's going but on that's, that's the nice thing about connecting with you know people like you and people yeah. like you know people who have found a way to kind of make it work yeah um it's it kind of gets gets the creative juices flowing again. Like, oh, okay, well, you know, Jay's doing this this you know this series of interviews with other artists. You know, like that's really cool. You know, yeah. I'd like to talk to other artists that I haven't talked to in a while. So it's it's kind of it kind of you know gets the wheels going again. So thank you for doing this. This no. is awesome. I'm so glad you're doing it. Yeah, of course, man. I mean, it's been what uh, eleven years since we yeah. seen Joe. What 2009 since graduation. Yeah. So. Yeah. To see, as you said, you know, Facebook stalking, I, I see the things you're doing and <laughs> married and yeah. you know, a little one now. So baby. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's exciting to see people that, you know, doing things um, and, and definitely it's something that fits so well with you. You know, you, it's for you being a, a teacher, a d- director, you know, technical, like all of that is like a hand fitting in the glove. Like I saw all of that as scared. All of that with that scam. I'm glad you did, because I did. <laughs> no, you, you had it. You were just so, I think it was just because you were, by nature, you know, this is just my opinion, it looked like you were a very attention to detail type person. You know, everything has to be right. I have to write down my notes. Because you had the notepad all the time. You always had that notepad. You were writing mm-hmm. something. I'm like, okay, write this, write this, like this. And, you know, I, I saw that in you. So I'm like, so when I start to see you, you know, at university teaching, I'm like, this it's perfect. This is exactly what, you know. That's why I was taking all those notes. So when I have to teach those classes, I can go back and go, now, what did Sharon say? Yeah. Going back. <laughs> I literally do that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely exciting. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for this sharing with uh, our audience here that's going to check this out. Just your story and just your artist, um, everything that you're doing, you know, out there in the community doing things you know, making these amazing sets and designs. I'm going to one day be able to see that somehow. I don't know how, how you make <laughs> it three-dimensional, right? But uh, <laughs> yeah, so definitely thank you. Um, thank you. This is But you have the floor. I, I'm done. I'm just, I'm just so thankful <laughs> no. to, to have you here. So. No, this is, this has been nice. It's been nice to talk art with, yeah. a, with a fellow artist. Yeah. And it's not, you know, I don't feel like I have to hit all of the points because it's on the curriculum. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's been nice to just sit down and have a conversation with a fellow artist about life and the universe and everything. So, thank you. 
Yeah. I mean, we, we've, we've had a lot of different experiences and, you know, you got to see a lot of my growth as well with SCAD. You know, I put, like I said, a lot of work went into that now to be able to have J-Weeks Entertainment. So um, I definitely had to bring you apart. And, you know, you might, you designed my logo. Like, it's, <laughs> you know, it's just, I still can't, I'm still in awe that you can. Seeing you and the success that you have had, that you have, not just that you've had success, but that you have made for yourself. Mm. Um, that is, you know, every time I see you post something about J Weeks Entertainment and what you're, yeah. what you're doing, you know, I'm always like, I'm so happy. <laughs> you know, I'm like, he's doing it. <laughs> so that I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you for, for what you have done and the, the mark that you are making in the world. And yeah. I wish you the best. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Shout out to our guest, Mrs. Morgan Brooks. Shout out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Stopping by. Um, thank you for everyone that is tuned in. We will definitely catch you next week. But remember to always support the arts. We will catch you guys next week. Peace.